How's your day been? Yeah, well, just getting started. Oh, beautiful. I forget, yeah, different time zones. Over here, it's 8 o'clock at night, so... 11 a.m., other sides of the world. Oh, beautiful. There you go, more than Oh, it's fantastic. It was lovely to speak to you, man. Um, ha- considering it is 8 p.m., how's your day been? Uh, it's been a bit full on, but it's all pretty much done now, so I can't complain too much. Okay, okay, okay. We're talking about not complaining, man. What a year. What a year and a little bit it's been for Observus. Describe yeah, that. we've done for a while. That's another yeah, statement. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, yeah, look, this project was Kai and Chris's, like, it was originally a different band under a different name. So those two were the original members from that band, but the rest of the guys, it was just some, uh, I forget exactly what happened there. But they ended up leaving and they ended up having to look for new members. So me and Kate ended up jumping in. And since then, everyone's been on the same boat, worked our asses off as much as we can. And yeah, it's, it's paid off a little bit. So we managed to launch the band off Alpha, uh, opening for Alpha Wolf, mm. which is, I don't know how we've locked that one out, but very happy for it. <laughs> and then after that first year, we ended up playing um, one of our dream venues down here in Melbourne. So quite good. Bit of a whirlwind, really. Um, you know, debut single fragments in April last year. It's gone so very fast. Have you had that chance? Have you had a moment to kind of stop and take it all in? Yeah, there's been a couple of times I've just stopped and just um, sat there just to kind of, um, what's it called? Like actually sit there and actually like appreciate what's happened. Like it's for, I know for a lot of us, uh, having a project like this where everyone's all on the same team, everything else, it's it's almost like a dream come true. So, yeah, it's definitely something I've thought about. Well, considering as well, you've been trying to make your mark in the COVID times. I have to ask then, how much of an effect has the past few years had on you both personally and professionally? Yeah, it's it's been quite hard to launch a band through COVID because you're not quite sure exactly when you're able to play any shows or if anyone's really out there is like really appreciates you so that that was quite hard and we had a lot of shows get rescheduled quite a lot as well as some shows just cancelled all entirely too so which it's a bit of a shame but I think it's also worked out in our favour because every time we've been able to play a show that's generally when everyone's been itching to get out of home in Melbourne. So we've ended up having a lot more people rock up. Yes, you've noticed that during that period when you have been able to get out, that there was that desire, because we had a similar thing in the UK. Uh, when yeah. the brief period of shows were able to happen, they tended to be basically sold out, whereas previously they may not have been. Hmm. So we basically, because of everything being sold out, um, our whole first yeah pretty much because melbourne we had a lot of lockdowns mm. um basically every time we had a chance to play a show or a show at a decent size capacity they were sold out within like a week or two which as an up-and-coming band looks pretty cool but um yeah it's oh, i don't know the words exactly describe it but it's i reckon that's probably helped us out the most with growing our fan base Hmm. But um, yeah, I can't complain. That's yeah. for sure. 
aside from the live sort of thing, then considering obviously trying to get the band off the ground during the COVID times, lockdowns, and um, well, I don't know the ins and outs of Australia's uh, lockdown details. I know at times it was quite um, difficult and quite harsh and quite uh, restrictive. When it came to sort of writing music and working together, what kind of pro, what did you guys do? What was your process? Well, a lot of the songwriting comes from Kai, our guitarist. He's, yes. he's definitely the mastermind with a lot of the stuff that we do. We all do also pitching as well. Like we all have our own share. I do, I'll edit all the drum during to make it actually what I'll be playing and everything else type of deal. But what we necessarily did is if we had free days or anything else during lockdown, we, um, Kai would write riffs, everything else, send it through. And everyone else would go listen through everything else. Yeah, yeah, we like this part, don't like this part, maybe we can try this. Um, Kate a few times, did a few edits as well to work it out. The same with like everybody kind of. But um, that's how we worked out how to do a lot of writing over there. And if we ever needed to like knuckle down and work out other bits and bobs, if we had shows coming up or merchandise or anything like that, hmm. we'll just get on Zoom like this, have a bit of a chat and do it that way. My goodness me, you managed to cope in incredible times and uh, adapt to, well, what has been across the world, incredibly, incredibly difficult. So we are at this point now, 2022, things are a little bit easier, not necessarily out of the uh, tunnel completely, but we are getting there and you've got a latest single, Human. So yeah. Talk to us about the writing and recording process for this track specifically. Was it very straightforward and how similar is the end result to what your original vision was? Well, Human was the first song we wrote collectively as a band, like with this lineup. So the EP that came out before that, that was Kai and Chris. Um, still really good songs, love playing and all that. But Human's got a special spot for me personally because it was the first one that we've all done together. Um, we initially, like when we were first starting as a band, we decided to do a night just to kind of not really think about music, but just kind of just have like, you know, a bit of a drink with just like all of us guys, just kind of get to know each other a bit more. Yeah. Um, and that night we had a bit of fun and then I forget who said it, but someone was like, oh, anyone want to play some guitar and do some writing? And it all ended up with like all of us sitting in this one room, sitting there writing. We wrote that song, which was oh, the basics to it, the basic structure to it. Um, forgot about it, got up the next day, listened back, went, oh, this is actually not too bad um then spent the next couple of weeks refining it we played it live a few times as well to kind of feel it out change some things from there as well um and then recorded everything during a lockdown as well mm -hmm. so that was quite difficult it was literally as people could leave the house or whatever restrictions went and recorded we kind of tried to do it themselves at home um, and even the music video itself was all done through COVID as well, hence why it's all animated. Well, the end uh, result. Yeah, um, yeah, end result speaks for itself, I guess. Yeah, um, the story is incredible. It's uh, awesome that uh, that inspiration came about in the way it did and the end result turning out as it did. It's a track about being human, of course, the title speaks for itself, mm. self-acceptance. But what does that mean to you? And do you feel as though you accurately portrayed uh, what you wanted to get across in the song? Well, the lyrically, that's mainly Chris. Mm. Um, that's that's his department. I'm not the best when it comes to lyrics. But um, 
Yeah, I think the whole premise of that song is just kind of be yourself. Um, you know, no one's kind of perfect. Just try and be who you are and kind of stick true to that. Try and be kind of best you can be, which springs through to most of us as well. Like we've all gone through a lot of hardships, um, just things that things go wrong. And yeah, no one's perfect anything else. But yeah, it's do what you can. Well said, well said, is all we can do. Do you think it's kind of resonating uh, with your fan base in a different way, thanks to the previous past uh, few years? What has been effectively a major experience of forced self-reflection? Yeah, that's that's definitely a good concept to think on. I've, I necessarily didn't think about it for our music, but I can see how some things would line up because a lot of people have spent a lot of time in isolation a lot of time in their own brain mm. so i don't think most people came out of these lockdowns after covid as the kind of the same person everyone's kind of either a little bit better or whatever else so that could definitely be part of the music i but think yeah, it's a very good question yeah it is one of those things where it's almost like because any music that comes out during this period or across the last couple of years while it may not directly be related uh to the covid times and stories and stuff around it there almost is a sense that there's always going to be a connection particularly if it's to do with say mental health and um, thoughts and feelings and stuff like that even if that was never the intention hmm. but i don't know how it is over there, but down this way, most people I've met in the metal scene have come in contact with people with mental health or anything else like that. And most of the people I've met always try and do good by that, try and help everybody out. It's quite a good community down here. Um, but yeah, mental health is definitely a big thing you've got to really worry about. If people aren't all right or anything else like that, you should always at least try and call, try and help them the best you can. So, and if a bit of music can help in that sense, if I can get them through a day, whatever else like that, it's, I think that's a good thing in my opinion. Absolutely. Bit. Absolutely. And I'm glad you kind of touched upon like the Aussie uh, rock and metal scene because, you know, what I know of it, it's quite intense. There are a lot of hardworking bands out there, a lot of up and coming younger bands that are really trying to make their mark. You're one of them. And I have to ask, are you enjoying what, is an incredibly difficult period of time trying to make your name not only in the Australian scene but further afield. Yeah, I think any time's as good as any, really. Like it's for me, unless you really start and try something, you never know if you're going to succeed or not. And at this point in time, too, yeah, it is a little bit harder because there's so many projects that have come out of, of COVID because there's so many people being at home. But the same time too, there's so much good music that's coming out of everywhere out of the world. You'd, you'd be stupid to deny it. You're best off trying to get and listen to everything. Well, that latter part, the sort of spreading yourself out of the country is one of the more difficult aspects of being an Australian band. What do you think you guys need to do to push on? And where does your current focus lie? That's a very good question, to be honest. It's... um. Breaking out of Australia is quite hard mm. because especially going to like Europe or the US, it's quite expensive for us to do that. So unless we've got a decent enough following or even this is just even talking general for any band, unless you've got a general enough following or you're going to be going with someone that has that following, 
it's quite hard to do that because you, you're banking on something that you may not even get a return from, which is, it depends on how you're sitting, but with that amount of money, you at least need at least try and cover at least your food and your, the roof over your head. But um, I think if you really sit there and um, work and you can plan everything properly, you can, anyone can really do it. It's just the way you kind of have to, um, what's the word? really more focus on it if it's really something you really want to do but for us at the minute yeah we would love to go overseas and go europe and the us and everything else like that but at the minute we're still trying to build our name in australia and once we get to a point yeah we would love to come overseas so if we get the chance we definitely will it makes complete sense as well conquer where you are first um Oh, and then spread further afield. It's not impossible. There are many, many great Australian bands that have done it, uh, even in modern times. Yeah, correct. Um, I don't necessarily know about all the other guys, but with me growing up, there was a band down here called Parkway Drive. Um, <laughs> I've heard of them. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. But I got first got into them when they were still kind of like just getting outside of Australia. So this was back in the day when they released the album Horizons. And later down the track, they ended up releasing a documentary of how they managed to do all that stuff. And growing up watching that, especially a lot of my friends and musician mates growing up too, that was like our Bible. So the amount of hard work that they put in to build themselves and get to where they are, for us, that's like looking like, holy crap, if these guys can do that, why can't we? And I think a lot of people in Australia, especially in the metal scene, can probably relate back to that. Hmm. And if you just work hard enough, then you, you get there. Just depends, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what hard work, as you say, you know, the band you mentioned, Parkway Drive, have headlined festivals in, in the UK uh, over the last couple Everywhere. of years. There. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's interesting as well, earlier when you touched upon how you guys utilise uh, modern technology to make your music, particularly when you had no choice but to do. But I'm quite interested to sort of see about the other aspect that comes with that, the social media, modern trappings and aspects of being in a band. It can be quite difficult to not only do well, but get your head around. Is it something you understand as a group? The likes, the follows, the constant online presence, the stuff you need to do, even if you don't like it? Uh, when it comes to social media, I am very terrible at it because I just am always busy and always forget to post things. <laughs> but um, it's, it's definitely being in a band, it does kick up a lot more, especially when it comes time to releasing shows and the music or anything else. It gets quite intense on exactly what everyone's going to do. And everyone will be like pinpoint, all right, at this time, this, 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 and that. So it's, it can be a bit full on. And it's definitely even now, it's always something you're always constantly learning because it changes that much often and so often that it's, it's nearly impossible to try and keep up all the time. Is it something you guys try and spread amongst yourselves that you try and work on a specific platform each uh, or, 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 or is that something you think you need to do? Uh, we all generally do it collectively. So if we need to do posts or anything else, we'll just jump on and do it. Um, some of the other boys as well, they'll just put some more other stuff up there here and there too as needed. Mm. Um, but generally it's all a group decision. We'll plan out most of the stuff before anything gets done. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's not a fun experience. Um, as you said yourself, it chops and changes so often, but unfortunately it is part and parcel. It's less about the record sales these days and more about how many likes you have. Which is a bit unfortunate. I'd, I think I'd like to get back to the day of the odd record sales. Yeah. Personally, to me, I couldn't give a, uh, I couldn't care less about um, how many people like me or follow me on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or anything like that. It's just, that's just me personally, though. You're not alone. Um, we speak to a wide array of bands, uh, both young and old, and we rarely speak to anyone that likes or loves it actively. <laughs> so what's going on right now then in the observers camp and what does the rest of 2022 kind of look like uh well there's some stuff in the observers camp i can't speak about just yet anyway but um at the minute we're getting ready to do two shows down here in melbourne we're Ooh. playing with some of our good friends grave mind and diamond construct uh, as well as a legion and I'm blanking on one name from one of the shows mm -hmm. but um, I'll find that in a second but we're looking really forward to that it's some newer venues for us to play as well some bigger crowds too which is quite nice and we're looking at trying to play a lot more shows this year too as well as work on a few other stuff for years for the end of the year or well, hopefully next year so it's fair to say, obviously you mentioned this stuff in the works that you can't talk about it. That's no surprise. You're an artist. I'd be very shocked if you turn around and said, no, we're just going to take six months off. That's not likely to happen. <laughs> but I think we can kind of sum up as it's going to be a very exciting and busy period for you. It's quite busy. A lot of work's already started for things we're planning for the future and all that type of stuff. Um, but it's just now getting it to the point on if it's feasible or not. So. We've got some cool stuff, which I'd love to talk about the last week another time. But um, yeah, it's, it's looking like quite a busy year and quite a fun year too. So looking forward to it. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad the word fun came into that. Finally then, what's a realistic yeah. goal you would like to achieve by the end of the year? By the end of the year, I'd like to play a few of the other states around Australia because at the minute we've only played Brisbane. So we live in Victoria, which is down the bottom, and we went up to the top, played there. But we'd like to play New South Wales, which is Sydney, and we'd like to play Adelaide, which is in the Northern Territory as well. But you know, I think we should be able to do that by the end of the year. Well, it's perfect. Um, perfect. Yeah, it's not possible yeah. at all. No, it's definitely doable, but yeah, at least if we can do that a bit more, we can at least build some more audience over there too. It seems like everything is in the up and up. And what's still amazing, as we said at the very start of this interview, is that this is also new and fresh. This is, uh, let, let's just hope the, the, the incredible year and a bit you've had already just continues for the next. And we return, uh, we'll return to an interview a couple of years down the line when you've uh, toured Europe, yeah. the UK, and uh, had several releases under your belt. Yeah, I'll come and have a couple with you if I ever go to the UK. <laughs> yes, <man>. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. No, all good, mate. It's um, lovely to meet you. It was a lovely interview. Um, I look forward to speaking to you next time. So. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there, that's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. 
We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?